Welcome back, everybody, to the Around the Rock podcast. We have our real first episode, episode one. Last week, we did uh, Meet the Team, introduced our co-host, uh, Senior Rhett Rungi, Elena French, our junior, our sophomore, who's with me today, hello. Gracie Schnitker. Gracie, I already said hello to everybody, and freshman Anderson Ingley. Our three guests today... For this podcast episode will be Marcus Holland from the Greater Chamber or Greater Centralia Chamber of Commerce. Uh, also, Mrs. Patty Hurd, our English teacher here at Christ Our Rock. And we have Pastor Wallenberg from the Hoyleton Trinity Parish coming into uh, Congregation Association Church coming in to be our pastor today. Those are our three guests. Uh, sponsors today for our first ever show is Crazy Bear Farms. Uh, not only is that a family member of our co-host, Gracie Snitcher? Gracie, tell yes. everybody who, who Crazy, Fair, Crazy Bear Farms is. My, my dad is the owner of Crazy Bear Farms. He um, sells and buys and trades farm ground. So, uh, Chad and Brooke Snitker, and uh, I talked to Chad a little bit at the softball game last night. He said, Crazy Bear, there's a meaning behind Crazy Bear. Do you want to share everybody what the meaning behind Crazy Bear is? So when I was little, or I think it was before I was born, my dad got my grandma and grandpa a black lab, and his name was Bear. He passed away, I want to say, about, uh, I want to say, four or five years ago. He had a lump on his leg, and it was one of the factors. So my dad named his business after that dog. And he also said a little neat thing with the name is, is crazy starts with C, which is Chad's name, and B starts with yep. Bear, which is Brooke, who I guess helps mm -hmm. with, the, with the farm ground and everything. Yep. Uh, our other sponsor today is 4L Cattle Company. That's Chad and Donna Luking, uh, students uh, out here for them. Uh, I got to quit saying the word, um, guys. If you listen to our first <laughs> episode, it was really, really bad, and I apologize. So we have Audrey Luking as, as our guest relations coordinator here on the podcast so Chad and Donna are the other sponsor of the segment for this show. Uh, looking to sell beef. Uh, you're raising cattle, selling cattle. You can call Chad Schnitker. Or I'm sorry, Chad uh, Luking. <laughs> we got two Chads hosting today. Chad Luking at 618-267-6610. Again, that's 4L Cattle Company and Crazy Bear Farms. Thanks, everybody, for being our inaugural sponsors here of our first episode on Around the Rock. Uh, you can find us on Instagram. You can find us on Snapchat. You can find us on Facebook, our school website, corstallions.org. And, of course, we are on Spotify. Uh, Gracie, I said the word uh, again. I have to yes. stop doing that. Gracie, <laughs> how, how's the week so far? It's been, it's been going okay, I guess. Just okay, huh? Yeah. Uh, are you aware that the first podcast dropped at noon today? Yeah. Yeah, pretty exciting. So our... our uh, I heard some I, people listening I to it during fifth word, hour. Uh, again, I have to stop doing that. I apologize to all our listeners out there. We had some listeners during fifth hour in Spanish. In so here. at noon today, we did uh, last week's episode. So we, we are always a week behind here on the podcast, but it was a meet the team uh, around the podcast. And it posted live today at noon. So again, you can check us out on Instagram, Snapchat, Facebook, or our school website. Find us on Spotify. And it was pretty pretty good episode. Again, yeah. I have to quit saying the word. Um, uh, did really bad at that, guys. So, again, we, you know, we didn't edit the video. We will kind of, uh, oh, there I said it again. We will, how do I want to say this, Gracie? 
see how we've done, how yeah. we've adjusted, how we've progressed as speakers on this show. We'll see the changes that we make and yes. the progress that we also make. We had 84 viewers already Ooh. in the 72 hours of our test podcast that we uploaded on Tuesday. That's it was good. only about 10 minutes long. It was a sneak peek preview of what we downloaded today at noon. So we were also worldwide. Oh, yeah. Yes, we had viewers from the Netherlands and France and probably soon to be Italy, I would think. Ooh. I don't know. Rigamonte, I don't know why you haven't listened yet. <laughs> uh, Labor Day weekend coming up. Gracie, do we have any plans for Labor Day weekend? I don't think so, actually. The only thing I'm doing on Monday is volleyball. So yeah. Volleyball practice. So just lazing yep. at home all weekend. Yeah. Did you? Oh, no, you had volleyball practice yesterday, so you didn't get to see Little Sister softball game yesterday out here, huh? No, I did. I got. I went there for like... What was it? The top of the yeah, third inning, fifteen nothing. I think left. the defenders took down the Raccoon Devils yesterday. Oh yeah, Whew. they've been killing people lately. Okay, so that'll bring us to our stallion roundup. So busy week this week for our seniors. Well, every, actually for everybody today. Gracie, t- let let all our viewers know what went on at school today. What was special about today? Today was picture day. Actually, picture day. And did you take a good picture? Or are you going to have to come back and retake it? I don't think it was very good my mom came up to me this morning and she was like what is going on with your hair i was wearing a stallion shirt and she was like go change like i'm not trying to be mean but just go so yeah um i changed into something a little nicer not as comfortable but yeah parents can be that way yeah. uh seniors i said the word uh again are you keeping track over there linder no? All right. <laughs> senior shirts this week were ordered for our seniors. Also a busy night, Wednesday night, uh, the senior meeting went on. Uh, Jostens was here. Parker Lawrence from Jostens going over a lot of the graduation stuff and the packets, class rings. We also had uh, Miss Kelsey Tate from Kaskaski College over here going through the FAFSA. Uh, Miss Cole also was here giving a lot of scholarship information out for the yeah. seniors. She had, I think, three papers full of scholarship opportunities, so... Parents, if you're listening, your seniors, they, they have all this uh, plethora of knowledge given to them Wednesday night, pieces of paper. See Miss Cole for all of your scholarship needs. If we're looking for money, college isn't cheap, so make sure the kids are filling out their applications to get some scholarship money. Fundraisers coming up for the school again. Our golf tournament, our tee-off golf scramble, is September the 17th at Greenview Country Club. We're still looking for some teams. If anybody would like to play, also for sponsors, you can get a hold of me. At D Kipper, that's K U E P E R at C O R L H S dot org, or you can call the school at 618 226 3315. Ask for Dan, uh, email, anything like that. You can also drop us a DM on Facebook as well. Our 20th, or actually, I guess it'll be our 19th annual because of COVID, but our 20th year for the school this year, our auction is scheduled for October the 21st here at Christ Our Rock. We have Jeff Taylor from IGA catering the event again. Still looking for items and sponsorships. A lot of stuff coming in this week. We're about a month and a half away. So you can drop off any donations at the school. If you'd like to sponsor again, you can reach out and call here anytime. Ask for myself. We can get you in the right direction on what to turn in or where it needs to go or, or pick it up. You can also drop stuff off at Hoylton, Hoffman, Centrae, Trinity, any of the Lutheran schools. We have people there to pick stuff up, and it should also be listed in your bulletins. That's going to bring us to our sports edition here at, at Christ Our Rock. Uh, Gracie, since we haven't had any reinforcements come down yet as they're still in class, <laughs> I'll, I'll take golf here. All right. So our golf had three matches this week and getting ready to leave here today for a home meet. Uh, Monday, they were at Spencer T. Olin. And then Wednesday, they were at McLeansboro Country Club. Last night at Indian Hills, we had senior Parker Bainey was medalist at McLeansboro. He was also tied for medalist at Indian Hills last night. 
Our team was not victorious in any matches, but Parker bringing home the medalists. So our baseball, Gracie, you want to talk to us about baseball? Yeah, sure. Monday they played at Mulberry Grove and won that game. The score was 17-7, to and the player of the game is Damari Dabney. He had a triple and a presence in the field. All right. And how about Thursday? Thursday they played at Nioga. The Stallions were trailing 5-1 to one after the second inning and completed a comeback to win 13-5. to Jaden Bazil was the player of the game and going 4-4 four for four on the day. Yeah, Jaden, nice game yesterday. I know they uh, fell behind early, came back with a win, so I know Coach Bazil was real pleased there. So we've talked about uh, golf. We've talked about baseball. We don't have Elena French down here for volleyball yet, but, Gracie, fortunately, you're a volleyball member. <laughs> uh, we had one volleyball game this week. Uh, tell us about it. I do not remember the score, so I'm sorry about that. But We're kicking you off the podcast, Gracie. That You know what? You do Don't that. you think? Anderson has joined us on there. Anderson, say hello to everybody. <laughs> hello. I think it's a good idea. I should just kick her off. Right yeah, now. right. Yeah, okay. unprepared, unprofessional. Oh, yeah. We've got we've got the greater the executive director from the Greater Centralia Chamber of Commerce in the building, and we've got this lack of professionalism from Gracie Schnicker. Yeah, we've had a whole week to work on this. What is the matter, Gracie? Hold on, we'll give you. <laughs> You're rude. Okay. Anyway, anyway, Gracie. So volleyball was victorious, though. Yes. Right? Uh, what about the JV? JV lost. But you were probably the star of the show, right? No, I didn't play. Are you kidding? No, I'm not kidding. Kipper. Okay, so not only did we got to kick her off the podcast, she's not even playing on the volleyball team right now. Yeah, what is this? Man, it's pick on Gracie Day. There's better players on the team. Okay. So Varsity is now 1-2? and two? Yes. And the JV's still winless, looking for their first win yeah, of the year? JV's 0-3. Oh yeah. 0-3. Oh okay. Uh, since Anderson has joined us, Anderson is a member of our cross-country team. Uh, Anderson, why don't you tell us, I, I know the first week cross-country was canceled due to the heat yeah. pretty much all week, so we had a makeup match. So you guys ran three days in a row this week, Monday, Tuesday. Fortunately, you were all still standing Wednesday, but talking to a couple of parents, we were barely standing after Wednesday's meet. So why don't you tell us what went on with cross-country this week? Yeah, we were going to originally have it only Tuesday and Wednesday, but then the one from last week got rescheduled for Monday. So Monday we ran at New Athens, and it wasn't, wasn't terrible. At uh, Tuesday we were at... Well, we were at Salem, and then Wednesday we were at uh, Murfreesboro. Yeah, and Tuesday, with the boys finished, what, second out of the 14 teams or something like that? Tuesday we had, it was a quad meet, and there was only four teams. And we oh, got I'm third. sorry, yeah, that was the one at Salem. I'm yeah. talking about New Athens on Monday. Monday we got, yeah, we got third, yeah. Third place. Yep. Um, so Monday at New Athens, the boys, well, Tim, Coach Coke sent me a report. He said Monday the New Athens Invitational, the boys were second out of 14. I know Elijah got second place in the race, mm -hmm. and Carson Pig, the freshman, got sixth. Mm -hmm. Sarah McCowan got second place in the girls, so yep. we don't have a girls team, so they're competing individually. I think Riley Brommeyer had a top ten finish she, as well yeah, down she there. Yeah, in the top mm -hmm. ten. Uh, I said the word uh again. Man. There we go, Kevin. Come I know. On. Nobody's keeping track. Be quiet. Salem, the quad meet, third place for the boys, uh, the girls... Did the girls run at Salem? Yes, because yes. Sarah McCowan was the champion yeah, of the Salem won. race. Mm -hmm. She won by second a good in a row. Bit too. Yeah, and then and then um, I said um again. Come I on, Kipper. Stop. That's too many already. So ended the week at Murfreesboro. 
Took home seven out of 18 for the boys. The girls did not run. I know Riley wasn't at school Wednesday. I don't think Sarah was either, or she left early. So they are still standing. Nothing going on, I don't think, until early next week, maybe Tuesday. I think we're heading to... Whoa, West Frankfurt, I think. Okay, West Frankfurt. Dolan Lake might have been the, the name Coach Coke said. Can I ask him a question real yeah, quick? Yeah, go right ahead. What did you think of the Murfreesboro course? I remember running on that, and it was really hard. It was. I didn't. I didn't. I wasn't a big fan of it. Cause <laughs> it was. You'd go. It was, the course was confusing as yeah. You had one like big circle you'd make, and then two smaller ones. It yeah. just wasn't fun. Did they spray paint the roots again this year? Yeah, they were. Yeah, they was spray painted. So that brings us to our stallion of the week. <laughs> I think that's a pretty cool sound that effect. That is pretty cool. So Sarah McCowan, again, outstanding job with cross country this week, winning the races, finishing there. She is our stallion of the week. That's going to round up our sports talk here at, at Christ Our Rock. So next we go through the classroom. So for all the parents and grandparents that we hope are listening, uh, we're going to give you a weekly rundown to what's going on in the classrooms, art class with Mr. Falconio doing some contour drawing, weekly, weekly sketches, math, absolute value. And Mrs. Wallenberg's class did a rational expressions scavenger hunt today. I have no idea Whoa. how that can be conducted. It sounded like a lot of fun. She did send me some pictures, <laughs> so we'll get that posted to Facebook as well. Mrs. Hurd, who we'll have in here later, English college application essays were being done. Mrs. Hennig in biology, I know they're collecting insects, leaves, some wildflowers, Mr. Kasten's doing the scientific method, which I'm not a fan of science, but the scientific method I thought was pretty cool, talking about how to do experiments and probably yeah. coming up with some what uh, hypotheses. And, yeah, we're yeah. learning. Uh, we just finished intro to chemistry. We took our test today, actually, last how'd you, hour. How'd you do, Gracie? I think I did okay. I'm in honors, so I had a few more questions. But uh, Theology, I talked with Mr. Pennington. They are looking at the Greek and Roman influence on Jesus in first century Judea. And then in history, they're also covering... The American Revolution. Yep. So that's the roundup of the class this week at Christ Our Rock. We are about uh, 55 seconds away from uh, uh, Mr. Marcus Holland joining us. So we're going to play a little bit of music here. We're going to get him set up on the mic, and we will talk to him in just a few seconds. Uh, Marcus, if you'd, if you'd come on in here. Okay, so you just put the headphones on, and you need to adjust the mic. Adjust the mic. You can listen to our tunes we got playing. All right. Okay, so, Marcus, we did do a show last week, but it was just a meet the team. So we didn't have a guest in here to interview. So you are officially the first guest on the Around the Rock well, thank podcast. You thank you so Again, you, you probably didn't know we perform in front of a live studio audience, so a lot of them <laughs> clapping for you here already. So we, we appreciate you joining us. Uh, again, the executive director of the Greater Centralia Chamber of Commerce. This segment is sponsored by 4L Cattle Company. Again, if you're looking for some meat or, or some cattle, trade in or buy in, uh, call Chad Luking at uh, 4L Cattle Company. Uh, Marcus, I know it was a busy, busy last couple of weeks for you guys. Uh, before we get into the Balloon Fest and some stuff, uh, how about you tell us a little about yourself, where you're from, your family, your background? Sure. Uh, I'm from St. Peter's, Missouri. I'm not from this area. My wife is from here. I've moved here in 2006, and I was in sales. I sold copiers, and I joined the Chamber of Commerce at that time to network with other businesses, and I found that that was the most important thing for me and my business is to grow it through the Chamber. Uh, from there, I started doing fundraising and marketing at different jobs that I've had, and then the director of Chamber of Commerce 
opened up, that job opened up, I applied and now I'm here. Um, and so I've been able to apply my career's worth of sales, fundraising and marketing into this job. So family, uh, you said you're married. Um, how many years have we been married? Uh, if, ooh, now oh, I have to do put them on the spot no, here. 2008, <laughs> so now, uh, 15 years. And you guys have kids? Uh, no kids. No kids. Well, you don't have to deal with a couple of these knuckleheads that I got to deal with then every day. Good for you guys, huh? We're great kids. Yeah, great kids. Yes, I'm an amazing kid. So the chamber, um, you know, I, I'm from Carlisle, and, you know, my twin brother and I both had owned a business that we had bought in 2005. You know, Carlisle does not have a chamber of commerce. Uh, fortunately, getting involved here, I've been able to be at two of your meetings, and I, I can tell you they've just been absolutely so informative and great for me to be there. Uh, I don't think I've been getting any emails, or you guys have been busy. I haven't been to one since that second one or whatever, but definitely definitely want to get back to them. Uh, again, a lot, lot of people, a lot of businesses from there. I, again, I can't believe Carlisle hasn't had one. You, you guys do so much. And so the the purpose of the Chamber, why don't you let everybody know what the purpose of the Chamber of Commerce is? Yeah, like I said, personally, I think the, the purpose is, as an individual who would come to the meetings, would be to network with other businesses, to learn about what's going on in our community, or to get involved, to volunteer, to be a part of something bigger. Uh, the Chamber of Commerce has 350 members, and my job is to help those businesses. So Ideally, it's finding the needs of those businesses and either advocating through politics or uh, financing program services and training for leaders. Um, but ultimately, it's just finding and helping businesses. And so I've been to a meeting, as I said, the, the luncheon I've been at. So, um, again, these meetings aren't, uh, you know, oh, we're going to get down and we're showing slides all the time. You know, take us through a, a typical luncheon or meeting that we have there. Again, that networking is great. You know, I, I sat by, again, two, two people. I Well, I think Maggie... Uh, from Castle Castle Ridge, I sat by her, so I knew Maggie going in. But there was another gentleman that I sat by, and we struck up a conversation again. So, so networking is just a huge, especially in business. So, run us down through kind of a meeting. Sure, we we meet on the third Wednesday of every month. Uh, so September twentieth is the next meeting. We're going to be at the Best Western Plus. We're going to have it catered. We usually have about sixty to eighty people in attendance. Sometimes close to a hundred. Uh, the next meeting is going to be the Small Business Development Center out of. Uh, Edwardsville is going to come down and talk about what their programs and services are. They actually provide free services to businesses, specifically small I businesses. I need to make sure I come to that one. Yeah, yeah. So we and, and really that's what, so out of 350 members, about 300 of those members, 85% are small businesses. So locally owned, 10 employees or less, and the Small Business Development Center helps those businesses out. Um, what we find with what you know, through the networking and through the meetings, what we find with most businesses is they're good at their job. So, you know, they're do they're a body shop, so they're good at working on cars, but they don't really might not be great at the finances or at the business or at the marketing side of things. And so they do need some help. And we wanna let them do their jobs well and grow, but then they might need to help with business plans or financing or different things like that. And so we can point them in those directions and the SBDC is a great resource for that. And and the shop local is so big. You know, again my brother and I in Carlisle you look at, well, for, for us, you, you did us a, a big solid. You know, we had drafted up a letter yesterday and had sent it to you. The kids did. You know, we're, we're looking for sponsors on here to help with the cost of some of this. The kids want to have T-shirts made so we can kind of give to the guests and, and get us out. And you were nice enough to share that email with, with everybody. So so we appreciate that. But, you know, again, I, I urge all the people listening Look at the banners at your school. Look at the people who sponsor stuff. It, you know, those people in your community, the, the shop local. There's so many good places here in Centralia. There's so many good places in Clinton County, Washington County that you can go have a dinner out. I mean, as far as I know, and, and 
Look, I love Texas Roadhouse. As far as I know, there is there isn't no Texas Roadhouse that that's sponsoring you know the vo- volleyball team at Christ Our Rock or the baseball team at Centralia or anything. You know, and I know the the Coonies at at the Downtown Lounge and Crooked Creek Winery. They just they just do an amazing job. So shop shop local is big for me. I lived it. I appreciate everything that that you do at the Chamber. Um, I think Gracie's going to kind of take over the conversation here, and she's going to talk a little bit of Balloon Fest with you. Well, real quick on the Shop yep. Local, I just want to say it's September. We're in Shop Local season. People are prepping for holiday shopping, and uh, that's really going to be our next push for this season is to get in front of everybody, the retail restaurants. You're right. Amazon doesn't sponsor yeah. local yep. sports teams or schools. Uh, Walmart does. Uh, and anything local keeps tax dollars here and employs people here, and so that's really the point of Shop Local. Yep. All right, Gracie. So, in regards to Balloon Fest, um, what, um, how many employees run this typically? Well, so that's an interesting thing. So, as the Chamber of Commerce, I am one employee. Uh, typically, we have two or three people in the office, but this year it just ended up happening that I only was by myself. And so I did have some interns. Uh, Samantha Zimmerman from Crestor oh, Rock yes, was we her. one of hey. my interns. Hey, oh, oh yeah, we'll cheer for Samantha. <laughs> So I did hire five interns over the summer, and they were very, very helpful in promotions and marketing. But ultimately, everything falls on me to make sure that it, the whole event is done. Uh, but I say that, but there's a committee that is 50 volunteers, and each of those subcommittees run the food, the crafts, the entertainment, and all the parts of Balloon Fest that you may not think about. So even trash pickup and parking and volunteer recruitment. And really, when all is said and done, it's over 500 volunteers that run that event. Wow. Um, so as, as much as I say it's one employee, it's a lot of people. Yeah, a lot of, a lot of unsung heroes. And like you said, you know, people don't understand that with the parking and emptying the trash. I mean, all that stuff has to be done, you know. And Balloon's Fest goes over three days, right? Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. And a little longer because now we have Wednesday night flights, Thursday night flights, and, and balloons are in town longer. So we need those balloon crews. There's over 200 people that, that crew those balloons. So when we get... 40 balloons and each balloon has five crew members. You can do the math pretty quickly yep. and get to 200. And then that's, so that's just 200 volunteers just for the balloons. I know we had a parent had reached out and sent me an email and had said that you guys were looking for something. She had sent it, I think in, in late July or early, early August. And man, we're, we're not in school yet. You know, I, I can't, we can't get these kids ready to go and do anything like that. We may, I may be, do a better job of that next year when we come to that of, of grabbing some kids and, June or July with the basketball and the, and the volleyball teams that are in here practicing and try and try and line something up to help out. We'd love to get our name out there too and, and help you guys out with that because, like I said, everything you guys do at the chamber is is so good. I know the balloon fest is a big big part and probably had how many in attendance? So we had thirty five people in uh, thirty five people yeah thirty five thirty five thousand people in attendance. So it was ten thousand people on Friday, twenty thousand people on Saturday and an estimated another 5,000 people on Sunday. So Centralia is only 12,000 people. Yep. So we basically triple the size of our community over that weekend. That's ridiculous. And that's where the marketing comes in. That's where the interns really helped out is get the word out through Facebook and through social media to uh, a wider audience so they can come to our community. Yeah, do you guys hear that? You know, we just had a, a production meeting at lunchtime, and I was on all you guys about sharing stuff on social media. <laughs> it's free advertising. You you guys have to do the legwork. If we want to grow the show, we got to grow our audience. To grow our audience, we got to make posts every day pushing this stuff. All right, get get uh, Martin Marcus. Do we, does the chamber have a website? Do you guys have a Facebook page and Instagram? Do you need to get a social media plug on here? Yeah, it's centraliachamber.com. Our community calendar is one of the like most search things in our community because we do keep it up to date. Uh, Balloon Fest page is the is the biggest uh, thing out there as far as what 
is uh, when you search Centralia, that's what pops up on search engines. Uh, but on Facebook, on TikTok, on Instagram, it's Centralia oh. Chamber. We don't uh, we don't have a TikTok yet, do we? No. All right. See these guys. Add that to the list. They could do that. I don't even have TikTok. Yeah, yeah I, I'm I don't not have on TikTok either. either. <laughs> oh my goodness, what's the matter with you guys? So Marcus like Holland from the Chamber of Commerce has has TikTok, and you guys don't. I don't really well, like it, if I'm being honest. We have found that TikTok used to be just dances. And so I was like, I'm not doing it. That's, this is silly. I'm not going to do a bunch of dances. But then what you were finding now is more information, more instructional, more educational things on there. And that's what we're trying to feed into. And that Shop Local is going to be the next pick yep. and push. Yeah. All right. What else you got, Gracie? So who exactly are the balloon people? The balloon people. So we have lots of different <laughs> groups of people, a lot of different audiences. So we have pilots that come from around the U.S., some as far away as Phoenix or Kentucky or just out of state uh, driving into Centralia. A lot of our pilots have been here for many, many years. Some have been here all 34 years. Wow. Uh, so they might be a little older. Uh, but we have a lot of new pilots. We have some local pilots. Um, we now have five local pilots that are flying in our Event oh, as no well. kidding. We wow. have 38 hot air balloons, so that's 38 pilots. Then you have all of our sponsors, and those are the people that really are the, the, that help the event happen. They sponsor the balloons. They sponsor the entertainment. That's our businesses. That's our individuals that see what we're doing and want to support us. Yeah. Um, and so as far as the audiences go, yeah, the, the balloon people, you either got <laughs> sponsors that pay for the balloons and fly in the balloons and crew the balloons, and then you got the pilots that we uh, bring into town. Yeah. And everything got off. Okay. Well, I know we had really bad heat on Sunday, right? But I think we got, I know the glow, the yep. glow night is huge. And I think we got that in this year, right? Yeah. So Friday night we had a flight uh, and then a partial glow where half the balloons came back to the park to glow. It's hard to bring them back in once they leave because of the, because the, of the crowd Randy. of people. So then uh, Saturday it's uh, because of the crowds, we do an all glow and we just had a freedom, a veterans freedom flight, which was the POW MIA balloon. And then we had another red, white, and blue balloon lift the American flag out of the crowd. That was beautiful, uh, well-received. And so, yeah, flight on Friday, uh, Saturday morning flight happened, Friday or Saturday night glow happened, and then Sunday was the heat. And, yeah, with that excessive heat, basically the science behind it is they have to heat up the balloon so it rises. And the, and the temperature of the balloon has to be so many degrees warmer than the outside temperature. But the fabric can only withstand... And I don't know the exact size, right. but 200 degrees. We're not scientists, yeah. Marcus. But if it's 100, <laughs> 115 index, they can't heat it up enough. It's going to destroy the fabric. And so that's really why safety is a big deal. Yeah. And I won't put these kids on the spot because I know we got one Washington County kid or two Washington County kids. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Probably neither one of them went to the Balloon Fest, did nope. they? I haven't been to one since I was maybe like, I think it might have been. Four years ago. Well, since you're going to be a returning co-host on this podcast next year, you're going to make sure that you go out and you're going to see the the executive director of the Chamber of Commerce at the Balloon Fest next year, right, Gracie? I'm a little right, scared. Gracie. I'm, I'm a little scared Gracie. of big crowds, but I will. I will. <laughs> yeah, just just say yes. I just said I will. It, it's a it's a big event. We have a hundred craft vendors, uh, food vendors, entertainment. It's a lot of things to do. So you can come out early on, get some food and crafts, and and not have to stick around through the through the thick of the crowd, uh, but there's a lot to do and a lot to see out there. Yeah. And so, you know, so how this works is, you know, we're a week behind. So even though we're filming today, this show won't air or drop until next Friday. But what's next for you guys? I know we have a big Labor Day bash going on. Some Baldy's Barbecue coming up here this weekend. Well, that's that cro cro Crooked Creek Winery is uh, is happened or has happened on Labor Day. Uh, but really, what check our community calendar. We keep everybody up to date what's going on in our community. We now have multiple locations in Centralia that 
have concerts every weekend. I saw the, the, the concert series or downtown concert series. Is that what we're calling so it? So with the downtown concert series, the winery has concerts every weekend. Castle Ridge has concerts every weekend. Hair of the Dog has concerts every weekend. And so there's multiple places for people to get some something to eat, something to drink, see a concert, see some entertainment. Um, and so that's what we're excited about in Centralia. Uh, and in the region, what we're doing too is promoting just all the other things that are going on. And so you'll see on our community calendar is always something happening. Okay. Uh, so we've got uh, about two minutes here. We're going to run down some some questions here for you from, from some of the students. Uh, we like to play some games on here, you know, just kind of another talk show. So we're going to run you through some multiple choice stuff. Uh, we're going to start with breakfast, lunch, or dinner? Uh, breakfast for dinner. Breakfast for dinner. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Cardinals or Cubs? Cardinals. There we go. From St. Louis. Yeah. Friday, Saturday, or Sunday? Uh, Saturday. Saturday. And, and you got to give us a why on Saturday. So one of the kids picked Friday last week because it was Friday and the school day ends and stuff just happens on Friday night, you told me. So <laughs> so why Saturday? Uh, because you can be lazy in the morning and still stay up late at, on, at night. You get kind of both of it. Where uh, you know Sunday you get, it's it's a school night you got to go back to work you got to go back to school and Friday you know your beginning of the day is already there. So as our temperature is getting ready to change, do we prefer a hundred degrees outside or zero degrees outside? I would prefer a hundred. Well, that was a split last week, right? That was a two-two yeah. split. Yeah. Uh, Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter? I, I think. Facebook works best for the businesses, but I do appreciate Instagram. All right. I, I'm a Facebook guy. I'm old. I didn't have an Instagram account really till we started this thing going up. So <laughs> follow me, guys. All right. And and you can find our podcast on Instagram, right, Anderson? Yeah. At what? Around the Rock. There we go. Are you, are you a follower? I am. Yeah, you better be. Yeah, I got Instagram just for the podcast. Uh, and we, we do have our English teacher in in this classroom right now who's going to be our next guest. So be, be very careful how you answer Math, science, or English? Uh, English is, I'm a mass communication major, uh, that marketing, so I use a lot of English. <laughs> I agree. I agree. Yeah, not, not a fan of English. We'll, we'll have to keep that quiet. I might not be able to get out of here after, after we grill Mrs. Hurd over, over English. <laughs> and I think, let's see, that was one, two, three. We did that, and we did that, we did that. So our last question here is going to be, this podcast is... This podcast is awesome. Well, thank you. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, just to see something new, something in the community that we all can pay attention to, to see what's going on with the youth. Uh, we want to encourage the kids to be interns, you know, volunteer, get involved in the community, because that's where we, you know, you guys can learn more about what we're doing, but then we are learning as well. I mean. And, and I think we'll end it here as we get you ready to get off here. What advice would you give these students, any students who are starting their career? So I think the big thing, so, I, okay, so I've talked to a lot of students, I've been to a lot of classrooms, business classes, GED classes, a lot of different things, and they hear from teachers to get, get their degree and get a job, which is a linear job path, but because most teachers do that, they get a teaching degree and then they get a teaching job, but there's, a, the other half of that is just to get a job, any job, because you're going to learn, you're not going to be there forever. Uh, and so really it's just start working, start volunteering, start doing something, um, because that's when you're going to figure out, oh, this is what I like to do. And then you can always go back to school, um, or while you're at school to get, get that job. But, uh, to be employable is to be employed. To be employable is to be employed. There you go. All right. Well, guys, Marcus, again, thank you guys. You can find the chamber, all the information you need. Uh, the executive director here, we thank him for being our first guest. He gets oh, yeah. a round of applause on the way out. 
Uh, Marcus, as we get off here, one of these kids is going to get a headshot of you so we can promote you on Facebook next sure. week and everything with the Thank show. You. Okay. And we're going to bring in Miss Hurd as our next guest. Come on over, Miss Hurd. Listen to the music, Patty. I'm sorry, Mrs. Hurt. It's going to be hard, okay? I, I'm telling the kids all I the understand. time I keep referring you to you as Patty when we're in our meetings, and, and I can't do that in front of the kids, or I shouldn't do that in front of the kids. Uh, again, we, we just got done with, with Marcus Holland, sponsored by 4L Cattle Company. Uh, Chad and Donna looking for your cattle, your meat needs. Uh, we have now with us our English teacher out here at Christ Our Rock, Mrs. Hurd. This section is sponsored by Crazy Bear Farms. Uh, thank you, Chad and Brooke Schnitker. So, Mrs. Hurd, I think we're going to have the kids try. Well, th you know what they're going to do? They're going to listen to me conduct an interview. We know our listeners don't want to hear me, but the kids are a little scared of you. They are. I'm they not. are. I think Mrs. outside Hurd's of awesome. Mr. Dunzine, you are the scariest teacher that they have out here. Unbelievable. I, 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 we never said that. Anderson, I believe you wrote it down. I probably have it documented somewhere. I don't think that was me. Because <laughs> we were talking about who's going to interview what teachers, and you specifically wrote down, do not give me Mrs. Hurd. I don't, I don't think I said that. It was, it was probably Rhett. Okay, maybe maybe it was Rungi. <laughs> um, so, Patty, I Mrs. Hurd, so I'm sorry. Miss, Mrs. Hurd. So, tell us a little bit about yourself. We, we give everybody a couple of minutes here when they come in. Uh, high school, college. Carlisle High School, class of 1989. I'm one of eight children. My parents are Janet and Charles Rudolphy, who live right up the road. That's not very far from here. Not very far from here. I am the fourth of the eight children, and we all were told to hustle growing up and keep busy and stay out of my parents' hair, so that's what I tried my best to do. And the mildest mannered of the Rudolphy children? So you I mean, say, I've encountered a couple brothers. Well, <laughs> I'm pretty mild. So, and married for a long time? How many years have we been married? 25 years. 25 years. Quarter of, a century, quarter of a century. Yes. And how is uh, the husband doing? I know he comes out and helps me park cars every auction. He does. does. Uh, he's at his 34th year with UPS and still plugging away. And how many years does he have left? He can retire when he chooses to, but he wants to keep working. Um, for the children in here who might not know, Mrs. Hurd also had two children that graduated from Christ Our Rock, Nolan and Adam. Adam was first. Um, 2017. 2017. So how's Adam doing? He's doing well. Civil engineer, white construction in Springfield, Illinois, and Nolan, class of 2020. That's the graduation that we had out in the parking lot because of COVID restrictions. Memorable for that reason. <laughs> and he is a plumbing apprentice. Plumbing apprentice, going to the family business? Is he helping out there? He is helping Dennis with yep. Mid-Eastern Plumbing and Heating. There's a plug for him right now. And Adam is, yeah, Dennis, you're going to download this. You're going to listen to it. So when we're hitting you up for $25 sponsorships for our segments, you make sure that you you pay it forward, okay? Right. Mid-Eastern Plumbing for all your plumbing needs. Correct. Uh, so Adam is officially off the payroll then, a big-time engineer. Officially, yes. Well, that's got to be nice. One less mouth uh, to feed at the house. Do you see the smile? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Should we should we give her uh, an applause for that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, Adam. There we go. Okay. Um, how many years have you been now teaching here at Christ Our Rock? This is my twentieth year. Twentieth year, and this is the twentieth year of the school. So that you have correct. been here since the start. Since the start. Yes. And, and how did that happen? 
There was actually an ad in the newspaper, and a friend of mine, Ruth Caston, who Ruth and Tom Caston had the Centralia Dairy Queen, and she mentioned that there was an opening for an English teacher, and there was an ad in the newspaper, and she encouraged me to apply, which I did, and uh, the rest is history. Here and I how am. long how long had you been a coach out here? What why don't you let everybody know what you have, coach? I know Elena was really looking forward to you maybe helping out with volleyball, or or you if you would have taken the track job, she probably would have ran track instead of softball. But uh, go, go ahead and let this us know what you've all coached out here. Of it. I coached volleyball for five years, and I coached track for maybe six or seven years. I've taught PE. I've taught computer applications, English. No, we don't need to worry about the announcements. Okay. okay. And, yeah, that's all I've, that's all I've coached. Okay. And so the kids have to come to school every day. As do we. Yes. And this is new for me, coming every day, as I've been here, you know, almost a year and a half now. So what motivates you to get up every morning and come out here and teach our fantastic children? My love for the school, undoubtedly. Easy on the table, Gracie. I'm trying. Love for the school. Well, we got we to gotta love that. That gets you up on. Oh, did you know the live studio audience, too? Yeah, all the waves, everybody saying, uh, all the cheering and everything going on. Um, so, Patty, what has been, obviously, COVID a challenge. What has been the biggest challenge of teaching? Seniors in the month of May. Seniors <laughs> in the month of May. <laughs> that's that's got to be a good getting, answer. Oh. And, and I'm going to tell you, this senior class is going to be special in the month of May this year, aren't they? My Let's hope goodness. the break between Easter break and graduation yeah. is short. Yeah, good thing Rungi's not in here right now. He'd be, he'd be talking right back to you, letting you know what's going on. <laughs> yes, he would. <laughs> So uh, give us a rundown then. So, uh, you know, you don't get much time off here. Uh, you have English. You cannot dodge Mrs. Hurd out here at the school, uh, freshman okay. through senior. Take us, take us through your schedule this year. Hour by hour schedule? Hour by hour. What do we got first hour? Freshmen. They are excited and shiny and bright and eager every morning, just ready to dive into that literature and grammar. Mm -hmm. Then I have sophomores, seniors, juniors. So I get every... Uh, grade level in the morning, and then I have a break right after lunch, and then I have another section of sophomores, another section of juniors. And can we put you on the spot? Do we have a favorite section? Do, what 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 grade do we like teaching I the most? Subject subject matter, not really not really the grade, but the subject oh, matter. I can't do it. I can't no? do it. No, no. Okay. They'll paint me in a corner. So <laughs> so what what does freshman English normally do? Grammar, writing. Yeah, more you grammar. need to do that gooder. Angley. Make sure you focus on that. Good or English, buddy? I'm working on it. And and what about the sophomore level? Public speaking. Oh, did you listen to the test? I did. Did you hear how many times they said, oh, no, 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 the test was a good one. Oh, wait till you listen to the episode at noon that we just put on. I say, um, if I said it one time. He's already said heard. it so many he, he times. Said it he says it a lot. I'm working on it. They're listening. Yeah, well, yes. that's <laughs> shocking, isn't it? Wow. Wow. Um, and then junior English? American literature and ACT prep. ACT prep, American lit. So who's in, who's American lit? Are we talking about Walt Whitman? We are, yes. Oh, oh Captain, Emerson. my captain. Yes, yes. Ralph Waldo, huh? Yes. You got to love Ralph Waldo. <laughs> Make sure you read him. When's the last time you read a book, Ingley? Uh I actually, I am a big reader. I just, I just don't read. So you summer. haven't read a book. I don't, I'm not, you notice I didn't ask Gracie. Gracie reads a book a day, so I didn't have to ask her. Well, I usually read. I just haven't read in a while. Okay. Or I probably won't. Get good or at it, all right? Well, you, you want to join our freshman English class? No. No, I do not. <laughs> and I, I certainly don't want to go over any American lit. So how about senior class? What do we do with the seniors? 
Uh, fall semester is dual credit English 101, writing, and then spring semester, dual credit English 102, which is the research paper. Oh, so is that like the seven-page thing that that's they have to the do that's 50% yes. of the grade? Yes, Man. yes. They love that, too. Do you know how many research papers I had to write in my life after high school? I'm going to guess zero. I'm going to tell you, I, I wrote, it was so funny, because I had Norman sell over at KC, okay? Yes, as and, and his English 101 composition class. And I think we had to write five papers for the entire year, and none of them had to be more than three or four paragraphs. You know, they were your standard essay. They, he didn't have a length on it. And we had, one of the teachers had a little bit of an accident to start the year, and they brought in this professor late. And we had to do a seven-page research paper in psychology. And I, I said, ma'am, we didn't have to write seven pages total in English class. Just pick a, pick a broad topic that you can write a lot of stuff about. So what did you choose? Uh, I think I chose to do mine on alcoholism. You know, grandma and grandpa owned a bar, and I'd seen some stuff that, you know, young kids probably shouldn't see or whatever, so... Um, I didn't get seven pages in. I got five and a quarter in or whatever, but I never had to write another research paper after that. So, yeah. You English teachers. Huh. Who did that? Who did that? I wonder. Gracie, did you hit that button? All oh, right, Gracie, what else, what else you want to ask uh, Mrs. Hurd? What was, like, what was it like playing for Mr. Falconio? Oh, my. So he was a football coach first, and then he transitioned into girls basketball. So when he told us to get physical, he... <laughs> <laughs> he meant it so he would one of his phrases was box them out into the bleachers and he meant that we needed to box them out into the bleachers yes can can i get away with telling kids to box out into the bleachers nowadays you can you try think? you okay. can try and for those of you who don't know mrs hurd was a standout basketball player she is still in the record book at the highland invitational tournament which is one of the most prolific tournaments in the, in the state of illinois way to go mrs hurd i did not know that yep still in there all right gracie what else you got for her? all right so we've got two questions from students okay the first one is what is the hardest race or sport or sport activity you've done the hardest race i have done is a marathon Oh, I do remember you talking about that freshman year. Yes. Where did you run yes. a marathon at? Austin, Texas. My sister and I decided one year we were going to tackle it, and we did. And the first 13 miles felt great, and <laughs> then I literally hit the wall. That's an expression in marathon running, about mile 21. And then Ooh. after the race, I had a hard time getting up. Okay, and Mrs. Hurd, I don't want you to be shocked. Anderson Angley is still on the podcast, and he still has a mic on there. So if he does say something, <laughs> I don't want you to fall out of your chair scared or anything, okay? Okay. What else What else you got, Gracie? All right, one more question from the students. Why did you want to become an English teacher? I had an excellent English teacher at Kaskaskia College, Mr. Crumry. I don't. Know. I did have Mr. Crumry. Yes, I did. He, well, his daughter was at my English teacher, Shanna Felt, at, uh, at the high school when I went to school at Carlisle. Yes. And yes. I had him for British Lit, and I'm not a literature guy again. I, I have a disdain for, for the English, you know, and all that reading and stuff. But I, I did read Lord of the Flies in his class, and he was. He was an outstanding teacher at, at Kaskaskia College. Yes, he yes, was. Yeah, he made it fun, and when I saw how much fun he was having, I thought, yeah, I would like to do that. Wow. Yep. And so where do you, what, what does the future of Christ Our Rock look like in, in your eyes, Mrs. Hurd? The future looks like we continue to adhere to the mission that we have been carrying out for the last 20 years. I hope that we can continue to educate and equip today's youth in faith and knowledge while guiding them to become 
Christian leaders. Yeah, here, here. You, you know, we have a future uh, church worker, I believe, in our presence on the mic here. Anderson currently still, I think, is planning on going into the, the ministry a little bit or something. So. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, okay. Well, that's a, that is the plan currently. Currently, all right. What made you decide that? Uh, what has guided you in that direction? Just like, oh, it was probably two or three years ago. I just, just woke up one day and felt like I had to do that. Okay. Yeah, and so I've been wanting to do that ever since then. Okay. So a couple questions now for the, our games as we play. We've got uh, about a minute, 20 seconds to go here. Pastor Wallenberg has entered the building, so he's going to be our, our next guest. Uh, breakfast, lunch, or dinner? Lunch. That, really? That's, that's a good choice. That's the right answer. Yes, it is. School colors, navy, silver, or cardinal? Navy. Good job. That's a good choice, too. I, I'll ask. Thank I you. probably don't have to. Cardinals or cubs? Cubs. Oh, thank you. Well, Get her I off grew, the show. Get her I, off the show. You're never I coming back. I grew up south of Chicago, so I grew up a Cubs fan. That was first. Oh, that, that really that was hurts. the first team that I knew. Friday, Saturday, or Sunday? Sunday. And? It's an easy, uh, it's easy to enter into a Sunday. Easy to enter into a Sunday. That's a good answer. Uh, I'm going to change up the math, science, English portion of this because we already know the answer. So we're going to go <laughs> math, science, or history. History. Uh, yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. 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 The crowd yes. agrees. The crowd agrees. History is where it's at. That was a better answer than the Cubs answer. Yeah, way yes. better. Way you redeemed better. Yourself. Uh, how about 100 degrees outside or zero degrees outside? 100. Yeah, I figured. Without a doubt. I agree. Mm -hmm. I agree. And Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter? Instagram. Ooh. Okay. And have you followed the Around the Rock podcast on Instagram yet? I have. There we go. <laughs> Look at that. Anderson hadn't even followed us yet, right? The people yeah, love oh, Mrs. Yeah, Hurd today. They do. They do. They do love Mrs. Hurd, even though she's an English teacher. Yeah. And this, yes, and scary. And scary, <laughs> yes, especially some in Anderson's eyes. So I disagree. Our, well, we got to do one more. This is a little different one, so we haven't done this game yet, so you're the first one, and we're only going to ask you one question because the kids weren't prepared. So in honor of school and subjects, we have a pass, we have a fail, and a drop. So we're going to give you three things. You have to pass one, you have to fail one, and you have to drop one. And we're going to start with volleyball, basketball, or track. You got to pass one, you got to fail one, and you got to drop one. Pass volleyball. As a volleyball player right now, that really hurts. Fail track. Is there a right answer? <laughs> well, basketball should have been the pass. That was the right answer, Mrs. Hurd. So basketball is a drop. So Mrs. Hurd, even though she's a legend... In basketball, she doesn't like basketball. It's her least favorite of the three. I think with that, we got to kick her off the show. Uh, <laughs> we've got Mr. Wallenberg. So, uh, Mrs. Hurd, before we let you go, is there anything else you want to say? Oh, we did, we forgot the most important question. So, this podcast is. You got to finish the sentence. Yeah. Oh, you're Fill looking for an yes. adjective. This this podcast <laughs> is outstanding. Well, thank you. Yeah. Thank you. All because of Anderson, probably, huh? Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> All right, well, again, we're going to get Mrs. Hurd out of here. She can go home as school is out for the day. We're going to bring in Pastor Wallenberg next. Uh, Mrs. Hurd, thank you so much for being our first teacher guest on here. Well done. You're welcome. Again, uh, this 
segment was sponsored by Crazy Bear Farms. We thank Chad Schnicker. And we bring in our new guest. Our new guest. Yeah, you got practice, Anderson. You can go to practice. I think we got to play the music for him again so he can hear it. Oh, it's still playing. Our new guest is Pastor Wallenberg from Hoylton Trinity Lutheran. Pastor Wallenberg, great to have you on the show. The segment sponsored by Crazy Bear Farms. They were so so nice to us to be able to sponsor two of our segments in our first show. Welcome. I know it was a long, long journey oh, from Hoylton to get here. <laughs> How did was. you survive the car ride? You know what? Just barely because I had my three kids with me, but now they're in Miss oh. Dub's classroom, so no big deal. So uh, I have no information whatsoever on you, Pastor. We are what? we are just going to leave this in the hands of Gracie Schnitker. Okay. So wow. you don't get you don't get my I don't know what these kids call it nowadays flavor or what do you guys snap and you and you do something slay or slay. Oh, wah. she wants to want want want. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so before we get into Gracie and she's going to conduct this interview with us. Um, Pastor, I don't I, I didn't look at her stuff. She had sent me some stuff late. Gracie, I didn't even look at it. It looked like it was a good start for you. Uh, tell us a little bit about yourself, where you come from, how long you been here. Tell us anything you need to know. A little introductory. You, I know you already said you dropped the kids off here. Yeah. Let's yeah. find out a little bit about Max, Zoe, and right. uh, Zach. So one of, one of the things I love about being around here at Christ Our Rock is that I'm not just Pastor Wallenberg. I'm primarily Mrs. Wallenberg's husband. I kind of like that because everywhere else, I, <laughs> yeah, nice. Getting applause. That's awesome. Yeah. So um, I've been in Hoylton at Trinity uh, for the last almost seven years. I came Christmas of 2016. Um, before that, I used to serve down in South Texas. I was down in uh, McAllen, Texas, right on the Mexican border. Um, but so I've been in ministry a uh, little over 11 years now. I came originally from Connecticut. Oh. Yeah. So I grew up in New England. Get yourself some clam chowder? <laughs> um, you know what? I was not a big clam chowder. Well, I wouldn't think even. anybody would be a fan of clam I don't chowder. Blame <laughs> <laughs> um, I'd probably do it now, but it wasn't my thing when I was a kid. Anyway, so um, yeah, so I grew up there um, and then I went to college in Wisconsin. That's where Mrs. Wallenberg and I met. Um, and then seminary in St. Louis. Um, so then, you know, um, to Texas and then to Hoylton. Um, so it's been a kind of a crazy journey. Um, but, um, yep, got three kids. Like you said, um, Zoe is nine. She just started fourth grade. Uh, Zachary's six and he just started first grade. And then we have Max and he started preschool this year. He's Aww, little about Maxie. to turn four years old. He's going to turn four this month. So, and mom will probably ball her eyes out when she starts kindergarten <laughs> oh, next boy. year. Huh? Yeah. Oh, my babies. Are but gone. you know what? It's, it's been nice. Uh, now that all three kids are in the same building, because um, last year, Max was having to go to daycare in Nashville, and we had to drive every morning, every afternoon. We had to go and pick him up, drop him off. So this is a lot nicer. And, and Pastor, us. how old are you? I am 36 years old. Okay, just a young pup yet. Huh? <laughs> one, of the, still, one of the few guests that we'll have that I'm actually older than. Yes. I'm still technically, yeah. <laughs> You're yeah, older yeah. than me. Oh, I'm a Guest, you're high. a co-host, Nicker. Come on. I am technically a millennial. I'm yeah. just I'm just an older millennial. They call us geriatric millennials. <laughs> so that's what I am. Yeah. Wow. I don't, was Give that a, a little rim shot on rim, there? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> I'll be here. Uh, and week. how long have we been married? I have been married to Mrs. Wallenberg for eleven years, almost. Wow. Well, oh, that's just amazing, actually, right there. Actually, um, no. Uh, let's see. This is twenty twenty three. It's been thirteen years. Oh. 
and it's going to be 14 She's going to be mad when she finds out that you said that wrong the first time. That's okay. That's all right. Yeah, crickets, right? That's what, that's what it's she It's supposed gets. to be easy math because we got married in 2010. <laughs> oh. And um, so if you just do the math wrong, then you come up with 11. <laughs> and Mrs. Wallenberg's a math teacher, so she's going to love that. All right, Gracie. Well, I, I've, I've hijacked enough of the interview for you, so you go right ahead. All right. It's about time we kick you off. Yeah. <laughs> All right. My first question for you is what was high school like for you and what led to your decision to becoming a pastor? Okay. That's a good one. Where's, where's Anderson? He was studying uh, to be a pastor. Or I know. I was hoping he would stick around. So he's got cross country practice. And oh, okay. So good. they got it. Yep. They got to get out and, and run forest run. Yeah. Okay. Well, so, um, for me, so my first Lutheran school was college actually. So, um, I did not have a Lutheran grade school or high school experience. Um, I went to public school f- through grade school, and then I ended up at a Catholic high school. Um, so we didn't have any Lutheran high schools near us. There's not too many Lutheran churches in general up in New England. So, But I knew I didn't want to go to uh, a public school. And so uh, after you know talking with my parents about it, we ended up deciding to go to this uh, Catholic private school in a town called Waterbury, Connecticut. Um, and it was a really great experience, but... Um, you know, it was pretty strict. We had to Ooh. wear a tie every day. Um, and actually, one of the things that was interesting about that was, you know, like the freshmen and some of the sophomores even don't really know how to tie their ties yet, yeah. you know? So like the upperclassmen, when they'd come by in the hallway. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a double Windsor guy, you know, I yeah. can tie one right now. There you go. Good. Yeah. <laughs> so that's a good skill to have. But they would come up to us when we were freshmen. They would just yank our tie and make the knot really small and tight. There's nothing you could do about it because dad wasn't there to tie it for you. Ooh. So you had to walk around with that the rest of the day. That was kind of hilarious. But yeah, so um, it was a good experience. Toward the end of my time there, I kind of got known as being like the Lutheran guy in the Catholic school. And so that was kind of fun. Like we kind of had, <laughs> had fun with that. He was famous before he even came to well, Boston. Well, no, there you go. Well done, Gracie. Well yeah. done. No. Um, so uh, I remember like my senior year uh, for Reformation Day at the end of October, I decided to print out uh, Martin Luther's 95 theses, oh. and I taped them to the chapel door in our school. And of course, everybody knew who did it because <laughs> it's like, oh yeah, Nate, the Lutheran guy is doing this again. You know, but it was it was just a, a fun thing that we did. I but, bet everybody got a kick out of that. Yeah, yeah. It, was, it was funny. So, okay, um, how did I become a pastor? How did I decide to become a pastor? That's, I mean, church has always been a big part of my life. Um, my family was really active in our local congregation. Um, I've been Lutheran my whole life, but, um, you know, I didn't really start to consider ministry as a career opportunity for me until probably junior year. Um, cause I, I was really thinking I wanted to go into pharmacy school. I was a huge Yukon Huskies basketball fan. I wanted to play in that pep band so bad. My uncle was a pharmacist and and I just had this like idea in my head, like I was going to go to UConn, I was going to go to pharmacy school, and I was going to work with my uncle and maybe take over his pharmacy, you know, and I had this whole thing in mind. But I had a pastor who was, uh, he left uh, Connecticut when I was like sixth grade, and he went to Wisconsin, pretty close to Concordia, where I ended up going to college. And uh, when I was a junior, like, yeah, when I was a junior, he called me up and he said, hey, uh, we're going on this mission trip to Alaska, and we'd love for you to come with us if, you, if you'd want to. And I was like, man, like, when am I going to have another chance to go to Alaska? 
That sounds cool. So I went along. And, of course, they knew I was thinking about colleges at the time. So before we went to Alaska and I met them all in Milwaukee, like he had me tour the campus. And then we're on this trip. And we went out to an Eskimo village out in western Alaska. And we did vacation Bible school with the kids. And we did some other Bible study stuff for the adults at night. And the whole time he's like, nudging me this pastor friend of mine he's he's <laughs> nudging me hey hey you you're pretty good at this hey you you should think about this as a career and I'm like no 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 but after I got home from that trip I realized man this is what I love to do and I really considered becoming a pastor at that point and I figured I could go all the way out to Wisconsin even though it was far away from home for me I had that pastor I had his family close by you know, they helped me out. They gave me a job in their church. I got to be their janitor all four years. I got to do some youth ministry. He got me up in front of people. So before I even got to seminary, I had a lot of experience, like being up in front of people, and I got used to that, and it was awesome. Wow. Yeah, so so it worked out really well. I mean, you know, looking back on it all, God was laying it out for me, you know, all along the way, every step of the yeah. way, you know. So it was just a it was just a great a great thing, a great experience. College was awesome, and and I'm, I'm so glad it worked out the way it did. Yeah. My next question for you is, does your role as a pastor ever collide or overlap with your role as a father? <laughs> well, um, you know, obviously our kids are part of our ministry, you know, just like all the kids. We're very blessed in Hoyleton to have a lot of young families and a lot of young kids around. We do children's messages on Sundays we get a lot of kids to come up to the front, and I, I really appreciate that, and I, and I thank God for that. And, of course, you know, my kids are part of that crowd. So um, sometimes it's hard, like literally, like on Sunday morning, trying to balance, like, like am, I, am I being pastor or am I being dad right now? And sometimes, <laughs> like, if I've got, you know, Zach and Max running around, messing around up there, and I, you know, I, I want to say something like I would, you know, as, as dad at home, but it's, you know, I'm up in front of everybody. And, and so it's sometimes awkward. Um, you know, I haven't gotten yet to teach Zoe as a confirmand yet. That'll be coming sooner than later. You know, she's just started fourth grade. So in a few years we'll, we'll do that. But, um, I would just say, you know, like for me, it's, it's really easy for a pastor, for any pastor in any situation to just let, your schedule get away from you. And it's really important to have that family time, to carve out that family time, to like literally schedule that family time so that, you know, down the road, my kids aren't saying, you know, the church took dad away from me, you know, and I know that happens in a lot of, a lot of pastors' families. So that's, that's on me. That's on me to set boundaries, you know, and, and make it possible to do what needs to be done at church but also be home, you yeah. know, and, and try as, as much as possible not to take away from that family time. There's always going to be emergencies. Everybody gets that. But the times when I, when I need to be just dad, those are really important times. Yeah. So what was your summer like? I heard you're doing a sermon series. <laughs> I wonder where you heard that, Gracie. <laughs> yeah. Um, summer was awesome. And I had this opportunity. Oh, was, was this our Route 66 trip? No, not 66. Oh, okay. Six. Six. Just oh, Route U.S. Yes. Okay. U.S. Route 6, yeah. So Gracie's dad was with me on that trip, and also uh, Thomas Taylor's dad, Jim. Um, so the three of us guys, we decided to drive across the country from coast to coast on, on U.S. Route 6. And the reason why we did that was because 
growing up in Connecticut, um, in my hometown of Terryville, Route 6 is the main street in our hometown. And I was told, you know, as a kid that you take this road far enough west, you're going to hit California. And I always thought, man, like, that'd be a lot of fun, like, to try to see what this road is like all the way across the country, right? But, you know, over the years, it's like, yeah, well, that'd be fun to do someday. And then you kind of figure if you never actually put it on the calendar, then someday is never going to happen, you know. But I was hanging out with Gracie's dad one day a couple of years ago. Chad the dad, as Chad, he's referred to Chad now. Chad the dad. <laughs> Chad the dad. That's right. Uh, we were hanging out, and uh, and Jim Taylor was there, and, and I just floated it by those guys. I was like, hey, I've had this idea. What do you think? Is this even possible? Is this something that we could even, you know, dream of doing, you know? And um, they were both into the idea right away. And I kind of figured that they would be, you know. Um, but then we all got permission from our wives, you know. And <laughs> hey, yeah, that's always the first step. Yeah, oh, see? yeah. You can make up for the fact that I didn't know how many years it was since my, <laughs> my wedding. Okay. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So we planned the trip over a course of like two years. And we had, we had all these different ideas for like how far we should go each day and we finally settled on a exact route took nine days over 3600 miles from coast to coast and uh i went into the whole thing thinking you know i probably am going to be able to get a couple sermon illustrations out of this and i even told the others like when i get back i'm probably going to have a couple sermons on on you know some of my experiences but as i was like going across the country like each day i'm taking notes of some of the things we're experiencing you know and i was like wow, I mean, I could get a whole sermon out of each day, really. You know, there were so many things that I saw God doing all along this, this trip. And so I, I said, you know what, I'm going to do a whole nine-week sermon series to go with the nine days of the trip. So um, I know th this episode's going to come out, what, next, next week? Next Friday. Yeah, yep. next yeah. Friday. So by then, we'll be coming up on week seven of that nine week sermon series it's seven it's six already this, this coming this sunday we, this coming yeah this coming sunday is six i'm going to talk about wow. our trip across nebraska and then and then uh next week it'll be you know crossing the rockies yeah time flies yeah 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 so it's been great and i'm 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 just i'm just really glad that it was it was possible to do that trip i had wanted to do that for early oh early with time. two great two great dads too. Yeah, absolutely oh, yeah. yeah yeah it was good so um I said it now. <laughs> yeah, there you go. You got an um in there too. That's all right. Kiffer's been saying um this whole time. Oh, all right. Okay. So is that against the rules or? Well, when our first episode dropped today at noon, uh -huh. when you get on and play it, it's I was probably the worst one. Uh, <laughs> uh, you just um, did it. Um, um, uh, okay. Uh, okay. If I said it one time, I said it a thousand. <laughs> so my focus coming into today was to shorten it from maybe a thousand ums to one hundred ums. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see how I did when we play it back. Yeah. I don't think it's too bad this time. I, I did download your first episode. I only the, the test to one? Like, uh, no, this one. The one oh, that came okay. out at noon today. Oh, yeah. I did listen to like the first like 10 minutes, and then the kids were acting crazy. So I got to listen to the rest of it later. But um, I'll count the ums if I... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Anyways, my next question. So... We're transitioning into school year. It's very chaotic, as you know. Um, what does a typical work week look like for you? Yeah. Well, I mean, it sort of depends 
On um, how many people die? Well, yeah, actually, oh. I mean, literally, yeah. yes. Hey, hey, it happens, man. You know. <laughs> um, hey, that's part of it. Yeah. Um, and I and I do. I mean, all all kidding aside, like I I do appreciate the fact that I've been put in a position by the Lord to be there for people when they need that. Um, but we do have a lot of people to take care of in Hoylton, and you never really know. Um, sometimes I have an idea of if some folks are sick or in need of a visit or that kind of thing, but there's literally days when I wake up in the morning and I kind of have an idea of how my day's going to go. I get a phone call first hour of the day and my day's completely changed because now I got to go to St. Louis or, you know, maybe even further away. But I would say, you know, there's, there's some things that happen regularly, you know, um, in Hoylton, you know, I'm very blessed to be able to teach in the school because I have confirmation classes. And for me, that means Mondays, Tuesdays, and Thursdays, I'm in the classroom for about 45 minutes, you know, and I, I appreciate having that time to, um, you know, go over the, the faith with the kids, especially the ones that are going to be confirmed each spring. And I know you've been through that process, Gracie. Yeah, I do remember that. That was one of my favorite classes. Oh, well, thank you. <laughs> um, but um, other things like, you know, we do have um, meetings that I attend, uh, in New Minden, some of the pastors get together every Tuesday, and, you know, I don't go each week, but um, whenever I can, I head that way, and we try to take a look at the, the readings that are going to come up in church and kind of talk about how we might preach on these readings, you know, so that's kind of helpful. And honestly, you know, going along with that, that's one of my favorite things about serving in this area, is we have so many pastors and so many churches in a close proximity to one another, and so, you know, if I need some help, um, there's always somebody close by who can help. And I really like that. Yeah. I remember during confirmation, I remember one thing you said was that you would write your th- um, sermons on su- on Thursdays. That's right. Yeah. And that's still, that's still my routine. So I do my best work when I have to concentrate on something before the rest of the world wakes up. So for me, what I like to do is get up real early, get actually into the office by 4 a.m. on Thursdays. And I'm working on my sermon um, you know, by from four until about eight o'clock when the school day starts. And if I've had enough time, like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, to really think about and study and, and be ready to, to write, then by the time I get to Thursday morning, it's a pretty quick process. But if it's a busier week, sometimes Thursday morning's not enough, and sometimes I got to finish it, you know, maybe Saturday morning or something like that. Yeah, I asked all of our kids on this crew to get me questions by Thursday. <laughs> So I could get my stuff done on Thursday. I I didn't get anything by Thursday at all. I'm sorry to hear that. There's a few things going on. Hey. (laughs) I got to pick it up. I can't carry this whole show, you know. Gracie's doing a great job. Uh, Gracie has a great voice for this. You know, she's really shy about doing it. Uh, The kids gave her a little bit of flack on our test episodes. I made a boo-boo or something. Uh, we won't get into that. You cannot hear that anymore because we do have the the option of editing this, so we edited some stuff out. But yeah. uh, I threw her under the bus a little bit. But I think she does a great job. Her, her voice on it, she stays calm. She does a good job. Nice hey, job, it's a good It's a good ongoing joke that we can make. It is. It is. <laughs> and we gave you a hard time, too, earlier in the in the episode today. So Yeah, yeah. I Chad the dad that. won't be happy with me, probably. <laughs> Right. Yeah. So, um, so besides those things, I mean, there's lots of lots of visits that take place in the afternoons. Usually, my brain starts to shut off after lunch, so I like to do all my visits in the afternoons so I don't have to concentrate so hard on that yeah. stuff. Um, so, like, I have about 
uh, something like 13 shut-ins right now that I regularly go see. I try to see them about once a month. And also uh, Messiah Lutheran in Carlisle is vacant right Without now. Without a pastor, yeah. And so um, they have their shut-in members. Um, they're spread out among the rest of oh. us here in the area. So I've got about three that I go and visit for them, too. Um, so, you know, try to take care of those things. I uh, take a turn in the rotation for nursing home services down in Nashville at Friendship Manor and also at the extended care at the hospital there. Um, you know, so I participate in our local ministerial alliance. Um, so that's not just the Lutheran pastors, but other clergy from the other churches in Nashville. Um, so we have like the Catholic priest who comes and the UCC oh, yeah. pastor who comes. Um, and we all get together once a month. So I participate in those meetings. And, you know, sometimes there's um, circuit and district things that we do together as well. I mean, it's just just kind of depends on the week or on the season. But, I mean, there's no shortage of things to do, that's for sure. You know, so sometimes it's just like a matter of sitting down and trying to write out, like, you know, I got all these things I got to do. What's What are my top priorities this week? What yeah. are my, my goals? And hopefully get to reach some of them. <laughs> so. Are right. we are we ready for the ri- rapid fire questions, Gracie? I got one more. One more. Let's hear it. All right. So when you're not working, what do you do in your free time? Do you have any hobbies in particular that you like? Well, you know, um, lately I've enjoyed playing some golf. I mean, I'm not, I'm not very good. I know. Yeah. <laughs> what are you looking around for? <laughs> um, yeah, I know Kipper's and, and you are on our September 17th golf scramble at yes. Greenview. Cup. Come on, Looking guys, get some team signs up. Sponsors, we still need some players. Let's go. Absolutely. Um, best scramble of the year. Oh, uh, no doubt. No doubt. <laughs> um, so I, I like to play whenever I can. Um, but that's another thing, you know, I don't want to take too much time away from family. Do, do you bless the sticks or is that sacrilegious? <laughs> I have never tried doing that. Okay. I don't think it would help anyway. So, um, But, uh, you know, you guys also know I, I like to cook. I like to grill, barbecue. That's become one of my big hobbies lately. Um, you know, I got to come here and do your first lunch. Which yes, was, very good. Very good. We all appreciate that so much. Yes, 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 it was. Amazing. And all made possible by, you know, that awesome giant smoker out oh, there yeah. that the Sizzle and Stallions use. I think that's awesome, too. That thing is beautiful. Yeah, yeah it is. <laughs> um, and that kind of got started because back when, when Zoe was little, you know, I wanted to get a little bit handier with the cooking so oh. Katie didn't have to do all of it. I. I didn't really learn how to cook, um, so so I thought, you know what I can do is I can I can learn how to grill, and so I really got used to doing that. And plus, down in South Texas where we were at the time, I mean, you can grill year round. Yeah, you know, so that's kind of nice. Like even in the middle of the winter, I'm out there grilling because it doesn't get very cold down there. Yeah. Um, and then here lately, I got into smoking because of oh. smoking meat. Smoking meat, yes, because <laughs> of uh, the class ahead of yours, right? Yep, 2021. Yeah, so the confirmation class gave me a Masterbuilt electric smoker as their confirmation oh. gift to me that year. I'm assuming somebody still hasn't topped that. I mean, I mean, well, there was, of course, the butcher block with the oh, cheese yeah. dream on it, which, I mean, that was awesome, too. Um, but having that electric smoker, I've been able to learn how to do a lot more. Um, and that's been a lot of fun. My dad was actually just calling me this morning, asking me, how do you normally do a pork butt? Cause he's doing one this weekend as a birthday celebration for my brother. Cool. So yeah, so it's been a lot of fun. So, all right. All right rapid questions here. Rapid questions. Breakfast, breakfast, lunch, or dinner? Breakfast for dinner. Okay, that's the second breakfast for dinner that we've had yeah, today. Marcus's yeah. breakfast for dinner also. <laughs> 100 degrees outside or zero degrees oh, outside? Oh, zero all Thank day. You. I, you Thank know what? You, you can always put more clothes on. 
Okay. Could I be wearing any more clothes? <laughs> easy there. Easy. Easy, Chandler. Okay. Easy. Easy. Uh, so I, I probably know the answer. We're going to go ahead. We're going to go ahead and. Well, yeah, but he was making fun of Chandler. But we'll go ahead and lob this one up for you. Friday, Saturday, or Sunday? Well, I got to say Sunday, yes, yeah. of course. Friday is my day off, though. Oh, okay. I work on Sundays, but absolutely Sunday. So, school colors, navy, silver, or cardinal? Ooh. I'll go silver. Silver oh, stallions, man. I think man. that's the first one we've gotten. No, Rhett, or uh, Anderson, oh. I think, was silver. No, Rhett yeah. was. Yeah, it was Rhett. I yeah. think we did silver. Math, science, or English? Oh, if I don't say math, Miss Dub's going to be upset with me. Oh, yeah, we, we'll take that one off. <laughs> history, science, or English? <laughs> uh, let's go history. Hey, I, you know what? hey, we got another history yeah. in the house. That's the right one. I would. That would not have been my answer when I was in high school, but I really appreciate history now. Uh, Cardinals or Cubs? Cardinals. There we go. I'm actually a New York Yankees fan. What well, did I tell you? Gracie you said you'd say that. But what did I gonna, tell you? Hold on, hold on a second. There should, be, there should be one other button on here that we haven't used yet. Oh, boy. Oh, no, where is it? I thought I had one on here. Hold on, pitch up, monster, small robot. Oh yeah. Okay. Are small you ready? Robot. Say 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 that <laughs> Y word again. Yankees. <laughs> <laughs> we don't say Yankees on here. No Yankees. No Yankees. That's awesome. I, oh I will gosh. claim the Cardinals is my National League team though. Okay. You know, I uh, married a St. Yeah. Louis girl. And so Yeah, Miss Dub would not be happy about that. No, 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 no. So so, so it's only gonna be a problem if the Yankees and Cardinals ever play each other yeah. in the World Series, which based on this <laughs> season doesn't look likely for some time. No. Oh yeah, no, that ain't gonna Instagram, happen. Facebook, or Twitter. Oh, let's go. Let's go. I gotta just say Facebook. That's I the figured. one I use the most. Yeah, we're old. We can say Facebook. I know. We're old. Geriatric millennial. And the most important question here, our last question for Mr. or Pastor Wallenberg is, this podcast is fantastic. Oh, yeah. That's the third positive adjective we've yeah, got. We went, we went a little long today. That, that's going to close out our show again. We, we like to thank our sponsors, uh, 4L Cattle Company, Crazy Bear Farm, for helping us get through this first episode. We, we hope this grows on everybody, and it's good. We have a special show. We're going on location. Quick turnaround Monday. We go to Carlisle Lake Golf Course. We will talk with Don Kipper, the director of golf. We will talk to Caden Kipper, who is 10, and Brooks Glenn, who is 6. Both those kids were just out a couple weeks ago at Pinehurst uh, for the national championship. And we will talk to our very own Parker Bainey and talk all golf, our golf episode. Uh, from Gracie, myself, and everybody here, we hope to see you around the rock. <laughs>